Sometimes in life, skepticism can serve you well. It can save you money, keep you from wasting a day at a timeshare presentation, and help you avoid spreading gossip. To be honest, when I am faced with a new scenario, I usually tend to be a skeptic until something proves me wrong. And if you're like me, you can probably spot a too-good-to-be-true health hack from a mile away and read labels like it's your job. That's where ritual comes in. They know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds your standards. Their clinically backed Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin has high quality, traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. Take two delayed release capsules per day that optimize your body's absorption and you'll get nine key nutrients. Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, so you know you can trust what you're putting in your body. Only about 1% of supplement brands on the market have the USP verified mark, which shows the product contains the ingredients actually listed on the label. On top of that, Ritual multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO project verified, gluten and major allergen free, certified B Corp and made traceable. I take my vitamins every morning with breakfast. It's part of my daily ritual and I feel so good doing it. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash yoga girl. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash yoga girl for 25% off. From the Heart is brought to you by Oatly. For totally true facts about oat milk, just go to Oatly.com. That's O-A-T-L-Y dot com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. Before we dive into this week's super hilarious and slightly crazy and a little bit inappropriate episode with Dennis, I want to just let you know that this is our two-year anniversary of the podcast. Oh my God, I cannot believe it's been two whole years of recording this show. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me, for listening in every week. I hope we get at least another two years of doing this. Hopefully I'll be old and gray and still recording on the mic every single week. So thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Let's go. Today I am talking to you from Bogota, Colombia with none other than my beautiful husband, the love of my life, my best friend, Dennis Schoenewelt. You, are you, can you believe that we're here? No. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, we have, we're, we're in Bogota. This is a, a city we've always had kind of in our minds as a place of, of us wanting to go, right? We've been to the airport a lot. <laughs> we've been to the airport a shit ton, but we never got to see the... We've never been outside of the airport. No, we never got to see the city. And, you know, so we're, it's 2,600 meters high. It's like high altitude. I don't know, in feet. You should know in feet. Come on, convert it. Uh, let me convert it. Then this is like my Siri for conversions, <laughs> but apparently not anymore. Hey, Siri. Can you convert 2,600 meters into feet? It's 8,500 feet. That's pretty high, right? That's <laughs> pretty high. I mean, I know in Sweden we have Åreskutan, which is like the highest peak of Åre, which is this place we used to always go skiing when I was little. And this is way higher than that. So it's it's up high. You can kind of feel it walking down the street like you get a little out of breath. Yeah. Just standing in, <laughs> just standing in the lobby today when we were checking in, I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> and you work out a lot. Yeah. But it's super nice to be here. So um, a little bit of background or kind of let me paint everybody a word picture right now. We're sitting in this really cozy hotel room. Maybe you can hear it. I don't know. We're sitting in front of a fireplace, kind of a big fireplace. It's really, really cozy. I'm on the floor. Dennis is on the couch. You never sit on the floor with me. No, I'm not that flexible. Is it because of your hips? Maybe. Hips and hamstrings. But you always preferred, he always prefers to like sit on a little chair hunched forward yeah. into the mic and I'm like on the floor with a long spine. Yeah. I don't know. You like to sit up straight and uh, <laughs> I sit up in an arrow position, if you will, <laughs> like a biking <laughs> hunch forward position. <laughs> You're trying to mimic your biking everywhere you go. But it's super weird that we're here. So a little, just to kind of explain, we're kind of pretending like we're here for a 24-hour super romantic couples trip or like a relationship romantic uh, weekend away which we are there's a fireplace yeah yeah that's enough boom 
Boom. Boom. Check. Check. Let's, Let's go, go home. home. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to keep talking. So we've had this issue where, or I've had this issue. I love how all my issues are also your issues. We have an issue if it's my issue. I feel like if you have an issue, it's your issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I have an issue, it's our issue. Yep. Is that the case? It always. <laughs> if, so, okay. Our issue was that my passport is expiring. <laughs> And I've kind of known for a while, like it's looming. But I mean, you, you get to keep a passport for 10 fucking years. Five. No, five when you're a kid. Was But this one, it, it's not 10 years old. No, it's not 10 years old, but it's because I filled my old passport. No, this is a new passport issue. We got I you, know. We got you this passport right after we got married. I know, but it's not because it expired. It's because my other passport filled up with stamps. Remember? We got you this passport because you got a new last name. Ah, okay. Okay, my passport it's, before that. So the passport I had when we met was because yeah. it filled up with stamps. And then five years later, we got married. Yeah. Four years later. F five years ago. Five years ago. <laughs> we got married. And then I upgraded the passport with my new name. Yeah. And But now you're going to get a 10 years one. Because mine, okay, yeah, mine was always five, two. And then recently I, I got a 10 Why year. is that? Why do you get different ones? I guess when you're that old, you don't change anymore. Mm, fuck you. No, is that true? Yeah. No, I don't <laughs> want that to be the case. What? Because it was all always five for me up until this last passport last year really okay i have to do some research well anyway i mean it's it's expiring this year coming up end of the summer and we have kind of known that we have this issue with my passport <laughs> what we, we we've talked about this we've been uh, we've been told <laughs> you have <laughs> nagged me to figure it out not to figure it out but we were in sweden last time and i i kind of like yeah You. So we went to Sweden last year and then we always get super busy. And for me, there are certain things that I despise doing, like really hate doing. And some of them are anything related to like government or tax errands. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it so much. It's just the thought of like having to go to the tax office or having to go to the DMV or having to go to the, you know, to, to the police or wherever, wherever you, where, wherever, where do you even get your passport done at the police station? In Sweden, I don't know. In Aruba, it's at the census. I don't know. I think in Sweden you go and, to the police. And office. then you order it and then they send that shit to Holland See, and then Holland remember. brings it back to Aruba. Okay, well, that's a lot of work. I don't even remember because I block it out because just the idea of sitting there waiting for my turn, standing in line. I mean, I hate it. So anyway, I have been procrastinating the shit out of this thing, which is interesting because we were talking about procrastination today and we talk about it all the time because you're a mega procrastinator and I never procrastinate anything. And I was even thinking today, I'm like, I should do a podcast on procrastination because I am the, l there's no one who procrastinates less than me. Like I, I do everything I have to do right away, except, <laughs> except, everything. except for these sorts of things. <laughs> I mean, like in terms of work, house, baby, like errands that have to be run, like all that stuff. Like I'll rather just get it out of the way, do it right away. But when it comes to this stuff, like I've definitely procrastinated this and now I'm in shit. So We're anyway. not in shit. We're in book of We could have been in the shit. That's yeah, the thing. You just can't go to the States anymore until you have yeah. a new passport. Yeah. But that's basically so it. So for anyone who, who, who is in the States, you probably don't know this, but for outsiders traveling to the US, you need to have at least six months validity left of your international passport for them to even let you in the country. And even like that, they give you shit. And even like that, they're like, you only have eight, you know, your passport is expiring soon. I'm like, yeah, in a year, like chill the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> but so this is happening. And then um, for me to get a new passport, I would either have to go all the way to Sweden which would suck. I mean, no, no. Um, But we like Sweden. No, no. We love Sweden, but I don't want to go to Sweden. I don't Not wanna, for one day. I don't want to go to Sweden for just a passport. And and if we would go to Sweden, we would have to make a whole trip out of yeah. it. And we'd have to bring the baby. The thought of go bringing the baby on a plane. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm okay. No, thank you. So anyway, the un un only other option is you have to find a Swedish embassy or the embassy of your country in a foreign place and go there and order a passport and then they send it to the consulate of the country of your residence. That's mm. how this works. Anyway, so Bogota has a Swedish embassy and we're like, oh shit, okay, I got to do that. So I thought, okay, I have to figure that out somehow. I have to go to Bogota alone. But then we realized last minute that, oh my God, my mom is in Aruba right now. She leaves in four days. We should just get the fuck over to Bogota right now so that my loonies can stay home with my mom yeah and we booked a flight yesterday and now here we are yeah yep yep up top i feel <laughs> oh that was slower than i thought 
We also need to do your driver's license. Uh, and no. that's a little bit harder. No, I don't want to do it. Nope. nope. And coming here, I booked the wrong hotel. <coughs> I booked the... Uh, <laughs> there's two hotels that are the same. And uh, I booked the one that is like half an hour away from the embassy instead of the one that is like a two-minute walk away from the embassy. <laughs> so typical you. <laughs> so we started our... Vacation in Mogata, trying to switch hotels, which we did, thanks to you. 15 minutes. It yeah. was okay. It wasn't that bad. We didn't <laughs> even get upset. Normally, if you would do something like that, I would get like super frustrated. But yeah. this was super easy. No big deal. But we're here right now. And it's a one, like 24-hour thing. It's really beautiful here. It's yeah. raining. It's been raining. It's raining, which kind of kind of sucks. It's hard to walk around and explore a new city in the in the rain. But now it's not raining anymore. No. It rained and then we like we made our way to this vegan place. Which of course we happened to choose a hotel in the like gastronomical area of the city. So all the really good restaurants are here. And I, we found a vegan place. We you know we ordered seven plates of food. Yeah. I I could throw up right now. And four cocktails. <laughs> and four cocktails. <laughs> and I haven't been drinking for the past two months. I feel a little bit yeah, I don't know what this podcast is gonna it's gonna turn into. What the hell? <laughs> But speaking of, uh, people have been asking us a little bit about the time we take for ourselves to do things alone. 24 hours, yeah. <laughs> and truth be told, we're not super good at that nope. right now. Nope. We, we go through phases. Yes, no, yes. This is a not a good phase. Uh, well, now it is. Well, it's a good 24, <laughs> 24 hours hour right now. Yeah. But I mean, like the past couple of months, we've been really bad. Yeah, I've been I've been telling you, or we've been talking about it, that I really wanted to go somewhere. And I guess you're very nervous of not wanting to go anywhere without the baby. Or wanting to travel in general. Uh, not wanting to travel, you mean? Yeah, you don't want to travel? No. So, but yeah, I've been wanting to just grabbing like a, a light suitcase, not something that we have to check and just go on a plane and explore a little bit. But even now that we're here for 24 hours, you have a lot. You have a pretty heavy luggage with you. <laughs> no, I don't. It's not that. What? No. It's a carry-on, but it's, it's a still... It's a carry-on. The thing is, if you're going to have a carry-on, you might as well... Fill it up fill completely it. until it doesn't <laughs> so you, roll so, anymore. So you have options. <laughs> it's hard. It said like, okay, so it's it's raining and cold. We didn't know what the weather was going to be like. Yeah. I didn't know what shoes to pack, okay? I had to pack a couple <laughs> of different options. It's really hard. You wished you packed more. Yeah, I do. See, see, so. But I didn't have the space. I had to. Po I had to pack the podcast. Well, we got a couple of questions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, did, you did have to pack the podcast. <laughs> we got a couple of questions. Actually, the first one that I really wanted to ask was really fun, um, and it's someone asking about our travel routine. Someone says you guys travel a lot. How well do we travel together? What's our travel routine like? What's our thing? I answer this question. You can answer this question. We shower, scream, scream, scream. We're late, we're late, we're late. <laughs> Stuck in traffic. And then we we make it by the buzzer. By the end of the buzzer, we just check in. And then we finally get like one breath of release. And then, it's tra then the travel is okay. And then the travel is okay. I don't. I wouldn't say it's exactly <laughs> like that. I think it's more like that when the baby is with us. Yeah. Then for sure, there's always a level of panic. Yeah. Yeah. Or Ringo. Or no, there's never panic with Ringo. Oh, that's in just your me mind, then. just internally. For that's you. just me. Yeah. You get super stressed out when Ringo travels yeah. with us. No, no. Today, I mean, on the way to the airport, you're like, should we stop and get gas? And I was like, check-in closes in like ten minutes. <laughs> Why are you so relaxed? He's like, eh, it's fine. And then we got there, and it was fine. So I, I don't know. It depends on on the mood. Yeah. We do have our kind of. Like, I always travel with a carry-on, and then I have a pretty big, like, purse. So I fit my computer, books, like, anything I could ever imagine needing on the plane, I put it in my purse, not in my carry-on. Because I don't want to have to open up the carry-on and make a thing and make a mess on the plane. But I put my purse on top of my carry-on, so I never carry anything. I just wheel it around. So yeah. that, I think, I'm like, okay, so I have this space, I have a carry-on, and I have this big purse. I might as well pack some options, man. <laughs> I like to have options. And then as we'll go in, like, a... His one backpack that also holds some your of my stuff. Your computer, <laughs> the baby's diapers. <laughs> A lot of shit. I literally have, in my backpack, I think I have my camera. Right now? And one, no, not now. But uh, when we travel, just us, 
It's just my camera, one clean shirt, if in case the baby spills something <laughs> on me, and then the rest is all your shit. It's not all my shit. My computer, for sure. Always. Your computer and the baby stuff. Yeah. And the baby also have two bags. And the baby always has like a diaper bag. And, and she has a, now she has a bag of her own, like the little unicorn bag that she wheels yeah. around with her toys. That's super cute, but a, another pain, pain in the ass. Pain yeah. to carry. <laughs> to wheel it around. But I think that the big difference between you and me is I have this, always this feeling like I'm going to forget something. And you always have this feeling like, like who needs it? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, you very rarely over, overpack. When it has to do with surfing or biking, yeah, okay. then I freak out. Then I'm overpacking and I'm like, I don't have enough. But in general, just clothes-wise. like underwear. Yeah. And I share this when we were in Costa Rica. Oh, so we Why bring underwear? You can just use one for the whole week. Dude. Just <laughs> You think it, it's funny? You it's not it funny. inside out in the morning and <laughs> the right side in at night. And then the next day, what do you do? inside out again in the morning yeah it neutralizes overnight <laughs> yeah it you start, gets start from zero it, it just gets clean <laughs> i saw a meme like that the other day on instagram like about asking a man like when you wash your face like when you when you've showered and then you dry yourself with a towel do you like dry your face first and then you go into the crotch area yeah. And then what happens the next day? Like what part of your towel is like your crotch <laughs> area and what part is your face? Do you dry your face with the crotch part of the towel? Of course. What? This but that's normal. I just <laughs> I just soaped it down. It doesn't get more clean. It doesn't get any cleaner than that. <laughs> some things are just beyond me. I share this when we were in Costa Rica, like a photo of our suitcase. And like, like so you will just... Like for a big trip, you have a big suitcase, bunch of stuff. Just throw it in there. And then you're done for the day. Your clothes are sweaty. You're kind of gross. And you take all those clothes off and you put them in the same suitcase with all your clean shit. Yeah. Nothing folded. Everything is just a pile. Yeah. And then he will spend every morning going to his pile of semi-dirty, mixed with dirty, mixed with clean clothes. And then he smells them. Just smells them. Dude. It's so disgusting. Well, some of them you obviously know without like putting it close to your nose that it's yeah! dirty. Oh, no. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Okay, TMI. <laughs> but like the running stuff, you know you ran in them. So you're you, you're not going to like... You're not going to put on your running shirt. Again. To go to a restaurant in the evening. Oh, well, that's nice. That's true. How, 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 how good of you. Even if it's clean. <laughs> Oh man, but we do have kind of a good flow. Today traveling was super easy. Yeah. Super and easy. every time without the baby it's super yeah. easy. It's like it's like absolutely no problem. You are listening to From the Heart Conversations with Yoga Girl. I'm a yoga teacher, so I know just how important movement is for the body. When we move, we not only feel better physically, but mentally and emotionally as well. I can feel the lag in my body and in my mind when I spend long days behind my computer. We were not meant to sit all day long, and we definitely were not meant to sit at 90 degree angles on a stiff chair behind a desk. I take my back, shoulder, and neck health super seriously, and I no longer allow myself to do anything that compromises my posture. And that's why I recommend Foley's Jarvis Standing Desk. It's the best reviewed desk in the world and a foundation to a healthier way to work. Fully standing desks and collection of active chairs give you the freedom to move, stretch, and be in healthier, more comfortable positions that work for your body's unique and changing needs throughout the day. Fully carefully selects active sitting chairs and their super cool designs give you the perfect mix of modern arrangement and movement capability. Their pieces support healthier postures that align your spine, open up your hips, engage your core, and improve circulation. Everything a great yoga class does too. You'll feel the relief immediately and your body and your back will thank you. From design to shipping to service after you purchase, Fully is there for you every step of the way. It's just a smarter, healthier way to work, a more balanced, human way to work. So even on those days when I'm behind my computer working, I bring movement and happiness into my life, physically, mentally, emotionally, and more. You can too. To get your body moving in your workspace, go to fully.com slash yoga girl. That's F-U-L-L-Y dot com slash yoga girl. Fully. Desks, chairs, and things that keep you moving. Mothers deserve the absolute best. So this Mother's Day, spoil the moms in your life with little luxuries from Osea. Osea's skin and body care is the perfect way to remind all the moms, mother figures, caregivers, grandmothers, and mother-in-laws in your life to make time for themselves. 
If you have been looking for the perfect gift, I recommend Osea's Andaria Algae Body Oil. I've been using it for years and it seems like every single time I apply it, I get compliments on my skin. This body oil is rich, but it's never greasy and it's clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity. Your skin will feel more sculpted and toned and you'll be left feeling silky, soft and glowing. Another favorite of mine is the Undaria Collagen Body Lotion. Ever since I've been using collagen, I have noticed a difference in my skin. In fact, it's never been better. Using Osea's body oil and lotion together is a mega moisture duo, giving you a full body glow. Osea's products are infused with their signature Andaria seaweed, but it's also clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Really just a perfect gift for yourself, the moms in your life, and even the planet. Spoil the moms in your life with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code YOGA at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use the code YOGA for 10% off. We had um, kind of a fucked up day yesterday. Uh, what happened? Oh yeah, I went shopping for five hours <laughs> and then cooked alone. Your sisters helped, but screw you, man. I was trying to make like I'm a family activity, and then you were all fucking around. <laughs> okay, let me tell the story of what happened yesterday. So in the morning, the baby woke up really early, like at five, but she wasn't crying. She was just like talking, and then she fell back asleep. And then five thirty, she spoke a little again, and then again at six, and then finally at seven, she was like, "Mama," like she wants to be taken out of the crib, kind of. And I go inside and the entire crib is covered in vomit. Like, it's just... Entire crib. Dude, you were not even fucking there. What are you talking about? You were out running. But is it like not a little dramatic? That's a huge crib. It's... There was no part of the sheet that didn't have stains of puke. And then some areas were like just the liquid and some areas was like complete undigested food. Do Do you have witness? Yeah, one more. Okay, I'm going to ask her. You can ask more. more. Okay. I'm the master exaggerator, I, yeah, but it I was think you're really a gross. The worst part was that she'd been sleeping in the thick part of her puke. I hope no yeah. one's eating listening to this. And I had to put her in the bath and I couldn't get it out of her hair. I had to wash her hair twice and get a comb to get the vomit That's out of her sad. hair. Super sad. And she didn't say anything. She didn't cry. She wasn't upset. She wasn't like nothing. So anyway, we started off the day kind of like, holy fucking shit. And you don't see that shit in the monitor either. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's like black and white. And my mom was saying, like, you know, back in my day, we never had a monitor. There was no baby monitor. And I was like, when Hedda and Maya were little, that's like, what, 15 years ago they were kids? Like, of course there were monitors. Like, it's super nice to be able to go outside and sit outside and the baby sleeps inside and you can relax and you know if they wake up. Like, how else would you do it? And she was like, you, you, you know, (laughs) like, you know when they wake up. It's just intuitive. And I'm like, okay shut up (laughs) but we have this monitor where we can see her but yeah you can't see that shit anyway the day started off like that so we had kind of a sick day with her and she's not feeling well she's super cranky and then like early afternoon okay well let me rewind a little bit we just came from Costa Rica I spent a couple extra days in San Jose and when I came back home my scalp was itching like a lot like the lower part of my head and I had just gone from the jungle to San Jose which is kind of like a different climate and then traveled and I went to Aruba but normally I never have an itchy scalp ever I don't have like dandruff or a dry scalp or anything so I asked my mom I was like hey what do you think it is like you think it's it's the weather that it was drier there or you know in in the capital and she was like maybe you have lice and I was like what what's that now (laughs) like maybe maybe I have what she's like you have a kid Maybe you have lice. Like that's that happens when you have children. And I was like, no, 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 no. There is absolutely no possible fucking way. No, no, no. So I like t- tipped my head upside down. She checked my hair. Didn't find anything. Like no lice. Okay, this was like ten days ago. Something, right? Ten days ago, t- a week ago. I don't know when did I come back. Fuck, I can't remember. A while ago. No, but- less than a week ago. A week ago. Okay. Monday. Monday. Oh yeah, only a week ago. Okay. Anyway, so since then, my head has kind of been itching. Not like overwhelmingly, not intensely, but I wake up in the morning and my head is itching. And I tried like a new shampoo. I thought maybe I needed to use like a gentler shampoo or like, I don't know. It's just, it's been itching on and off. No big deal. And then yesterday we had the whole vomit day with the baby. She's sitting on my lap and then she starts itching her head. And I was like, mom, like her head is itching now. And she was like, maybe we should check again. (laughs) <laughs> and like I look in the baby's head and immediately I find two 
fucking lice. And for Dennis, <laughs> anyone listening now who's a mom, anyone listening now who's just the idea of lice, it's fucking disgusting. I mean, 99% of everyone, like finding out that the family has lice is not something you just shrug <laughs> your shoulders over and then go about your fucking day. <laughs> I mean, I was like yelling like red alert red alert like we have lies what the fuck i had lies when i was a kid and i remember it being this whole ordeal like it's super contagious it spreads to fucking everywhere and since we don't know how long we've had it it means like the whole family has it for sure for sure and dennis is there he been grocery shopping to make sushi and he's like can we just like stop freaking out about this and get back to the sushi now and i was like dude all of life is on pause right now until we have every fucking last lice gone from this house and then yeah mayhem basically mayhem ensued um so i had it looney's had it my mom had it dennis strangely i don't know <laughs> we don't know i don't know like if i found some like gnats what do you call them the little eggs Oh, it's yeah. so gross. Oh my God, it's so gross. The eggs, but I also use oh. like hair powder. And so I, I have a lot of those white spots. So I but don't it's know. It's different. Like the it's eggs yeah. attached to the strand. But anyway, I did the whole shebang. I put the acid in my face. <laughs> it's not acid. <laughs> I was like, you know, I had to do so much research. I don't want to put chemicals all over my baby's little head. But we like combed her really well. We only found two lice on her. Like, that's it. So it wasn't like this huge infestation. And then on me, my mom said she couldn't find any lice, but she found the eggs. But I'm, I mean, for sure it's itching. Like, it's been itching. So I, I have it. So we did the whole thing. Like, and then putting chemicals, because we ended up finding like a gentler version for kids, but it's still chemicals. There's the natural version where you like put coconut oil on your hair along with tea tree oil and whatever. But you have to do that every day for like two weeks. And that shit expensive. <laughs> I love that that's how you think of it. I was not even thinking about that. I was thinking about the pain in the ass of having to get coconut oil out of your hair every day for two weeks. There's like vinegar thing. I mean, there's things you can do that are natural. It just takes longer. And I don't have fucking time for this shit. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 no. We had to like tell the whole studio, like, we have lies. Like everyone has to check themselves. No one at the studio has it. <clears throat> and then I had to go to the studio to pick something up as you told them. <laughs> And as I walk into the room, everybody like turns immediately quiet and like lurk to the right and then like starts. <laughs> like, like you're a dirty one. You're the infected one. Oh my God. Like Looney's is patient zero. I mean, I'm assuming, obviously, like, I don't know. There was a whole like panic at the studio. Everybody checked themselves. Nobody had it. But the girls who spend like intense amount of time with Looney's, like Jess, did the treatment anyway <laughs> just to make sure and then the whole family had to do it we like taking all of her and we already like cleaned all the sheets and all the shit in the morning because of the vomit and then we had to do it again and then all the whole house I mean it was just panic so while I'm like frantically like gathering all of our towels all of our pillows all of our sheets all the baby stuffed animals all the stuff while putting chemicals on my baby's head trying to keep her from like rubbing her eyes with it like while freaking out about my hair and I mean once you know you have lice, it's like, you know you have lice. Like, it crawls in your brain. It was this whole panicky, whole afternoon of chaos. And then it's in the kitchen, calmly, quietly, making sushi, all upset. That no one is helping. <laughs> no one's helping. Like, what the fuck? It was a crisis. It was a total crisis. I know. You didn't know. You didn't think it was a crisis. It was a crisis. You know how much <laughs> I had to prepare and marinate and all that stuff? <laughs> Sushi was not the crisis. The lice. The, oh. It was a lysis. Oh. <laughs> the lice crisis. The lice. But the hey, lice. The, the fire is getting... Let me let me add some wood to the fire, okay? Okay, add One some second. wood to the fire. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going on this story while Dennis adds some, some, some wood. Then Dennis and his wood. Oh, do you want me to film you while you put wood in the fire? <laughs> <laughs> You're so never cute. Before, you never put a thing of wood in a fireplace? Well, <laughs> oh, but you you're so cute now. This is a first. I love it. I feel like we could get a little fireplace at home. We should get more ACs in the room. We need more air conditioning. A fireplace in the air conditioning. That's great. No, but I want a little outside fireplace. That's the dream. We have too much wind. Yeah, but it has to be protected somehow. Anyway. Yeah, we put it in our living room. 
And oh, then we use I'm... an AC to counter the heat coming out. <laughs> what the fuck? Or we have a flat screen TV and we just can put like one of those, <laughs> one of those screen savers. The, the video of the, of the fireplace. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, anyway, to sum up, everybody's life's free now. We've done like two rounds of Are the thing. Though? Dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I even like, I, I used, I used a whole jar of coconut oil on my hair yesterday. Do you know how much hair I have? Dude, that. It's like 30, 40 bucks. No, it's like 18 bucks. It's super expensive, but it's, it's like not even, it's not 20. Don't like say it's 40 <laughs> bucks for a thing of coconut oil. But no, and I, and I put essential oils. I heard that Ylang Ylang and tea tree is the best. And I oh. slept with that shit. <laughs> but we don't have Ylang Ylang in Aruba. I have essential oil. Oh yeah? Yeah, I put that in there. So anyway, hoping that this is all um, good, I think we're going to do another little coma to make sure. But it's funny the things that you don't think about when you have a baby that all of a sudden become part of, of your of your reality. Did, did it not gross you out a little bit, the thought of insects crawling in your scalp? No, not really. Why? What's wrong I with know. you? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really... I felt sorry for them, to be honest. Like, if there were lice in my head, like, to have to go in the ocean and then in my helmet and then in my sweaty, like... You felt maybe sorry they, for the lice. Yeah, maybe they like that, actually. They like the heat. They like the sweat. They like the heat, yeah. that's And that's how, like, the eggs open, like, with the heat. Oh, then I should probably had lice all my life. Dude, gross. <laughs> no, no, you itch. Like, there's an intense itch, and you didn't have any itching, so that's why maybe you're fine. Yeah. Anyway, that, that happened. But um, speaking of um, feeling sorry for the lice, you've been uh, vegan now for seven months. You animal lover, you? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> have you cheated? Yeah, three times, I think. No, twice. Fish. Twice? But that was the first months. Yeah. Well, not the first months, in the middle. This year, you haven't cheated anything. I think no- November it was, or December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had twice, you had fish, and yeah. you weren't even that excited about it. Yeah, they didn't prepare it so well. Mm-hmm. I can do a better job. I like fish when it's raw. When I go, it's nostalgic, because I want to go fishing with my boss and catch fish. And then on the pier, I would like prepare it and eat it right there, mm-hmm. raw. And how do you feel about, how do you feel about, veganism in general how do you feel in your body body wise i feel good i've been losing weight but like food wise if we're not in a place like we are now where there is like options and fine dining or nice vegan options uh, i think it's still hard i i yeah if if we're in a normal place like most of the restaurants i think it's really difficult and yeah i I don't want it to be difficult. I just want to eat whatever's available. And if it's not available, I just want to eat without having to... Think about it. Yeah. It's hard being vegan in a non-vegan world. Yeah. In Costa Rica, it was super easy. In Dominicali, it was easy. Yeah. And at Envision, it was super easy. Envision, it was super easy. But uh, when we were in San Jose, I expected it to be easier. There, we, we just didn't have time to go any places no no we just we had bad or, luck in terms of like we just chose a quick restaurant to be with no our they told us like oh this is where you should go go to this um, hamburger place and then go to this yeah, cafe that was laura okay fuck that she, no but it was not only laura it was, it was laura it was also um, and then my was other like, friend told I thought me it was vegan it was vegetarian and then my, my friend also tell me told me and then um, when i went online on happy cow they also said those places and then they had like one option or no option Maybe it so, changed. I don't know. Yeah. We should have done more research because then you left and I stayed another four days and I had unbelievable vegan food. Yeah. That's the thing. You have to do research. Like coming here now, we found this amazing place because we looked at like 20 different places and go to the website, look at the menu. Does it look nice? For me, it's like sometimes the food can be great somewhere, but the ambiance isn't. And yeah. there's a lot of vegan salad bars or juice bars or fast food type vegan places. Or it's just pasta and burgers. Yeah. That's all they And we want to sit down and have like a nice meal and a nice drink yeah. and enjoy. So you have to like measure the, the vibe and the place and look at photos. And and I didn't do that for San Jose. I kind of wish I did for you. Yeah. So you could have had a better. But it, I love seeing you when we get to a place that has really great vegan options, how happy it makes you. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. That's nice. Yeah. But do you think, are you just kind of taking this day by day and you'll see how it goes? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's a good way to do it. I Maybe think. tomorrow you'll see me with a tomahawk <laughs> on my plate. <laughs> Moving on. 
You are listening to From the Heart, Conversations with Yoga Girl. As you know, Leah Luna just turned two years old. Where does the time go? We had an amazing party with family and friends. We sang happy birthday in four languages and, of course, ate a huge amount of cake. My sister made the most creative vegan cake, but I like to think I supplied her with a secret ingredient. Bob's Red Mill Gluten-Free All-Purpose Flour. What you put in your body is super important, even on those special occasions, which is why I'm so thankful that companies like Bob's Red Mill produce quality products that I can stand behind. This employee-owned company has been offering nothing but the highest quality and minimally processed foods for decades, straight from their stone mill in Oregon to your table. You can trust their products are organic, gluten-free, paleo, vegan, and stone ground, and processed in a 100% gluten-free facility to ensure no cross-contamination. You can feel safe and confident with what you're eating. If you're anything like me, you'll stock up on Bob's Red Mill products from oats to flowers and meals for a healthy family and a happy heart. Not only are they delicious, but perfect for all of your baking needs. Just ask Lea Luna. She loved her birthday cake so much she ate it even after she sneezed all over it. If you want to learn more about this awesome brand that my whole family loves and lives by and you want to check out some products and recipes, go to bobsredmill.com. That's bobsredmill.com. We've gotten some some really sweet questions. I don't know. I feel like I, I just took some questions on Instagram right before we started recording this. But we got a bunch of questions that no one's ever asked before. So I thought maybe we'd, we'd ask some some different thing, different things. Someone is asked us, what is our highest point of formal education for each of us? Oh, I'm very uneducated. <laughs> We've never kind of spoken about that. And someone else asked us about our views on schooling the baby and if our viewpoints differ and how, how we're going to manage that. So let's let's talk a little bit about school. I go first. Go. So I say what I did and what I feel for the baby. It's just a conversation, babes. So you can say whatever you want. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was a question. <laughs> so I dropped out of college in my last year. Like uh, an idiot. In my last year, trying to prove a teacher wrong, like had like full on had a fight with a teacher, and then uh, tell, tell us about the fight. I can't even remember. It wasn't even that bad, but it was like a teacher being a regular teacher trying to tell you like you can't be anything in life without a diploma, and it 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 escalated so bad that I was like, oh, you, okay, I'll I'll prove you. I'll prove you wrong. <laughs> so I didn't do my end exam. So I have like... You did a, everything except your end exam. I did everything except my end exams. You did like 99% of college. I wouldn't say it's 99. Maybe it's 96. Okay. Well. The, ex, the exam is really huge. But I think from the exams you have... But all those years you did everything. I, ha, I had maybe 20 subjects or something. And then six or eight are really heavy subjects that you do exams on. And are, all the other ones are like, you know normal subjects that you don't have to do exams on. You just have to finish the year. So all of those I have finished. It's just the, the main exam I didn't do. And I don't know. I, I would say I, I, I'm here. Him wrong. <laughs> her. Her, okay. You her, you her sexist. Wrong. <laughs> uh, Were I, you there like on the schoolyard, like when everybody graduated, like, ha? No, I wasn't even. <laughs> I was too rebellious. I don't know. At that time, I even thought about it to like go back and just do it. Uh, and you the did year. tell everyone what you did. Like, what kind of what's what's the business, college like in uh, business administration? I'm not gonna go into that. It's like fully different than the U.S. system. It's not more the like system, a, a like, Dutch system. Yeah. But anyway, it was a business administration. I did that because it was the easiest thing to do, and I didn't have to study much for it. Such ambition. <laughs> yeah, I had. <laughs> I had uh, <laughs> high hopes. Um, have you see, Can you see that pattern in yourself in other ways? Because it's it's a little bit of self sabotage. Yeah. Yeah. It's about being. It's yeah. It's super. It's an ego thing. It's an ego. It's super stupid. I don't think I'm like that extreme anymore. But yeah, coming back to that thing, the, the year after that, I uh, I wanted to go and do the exams. And then they changed the school year system before the college used to be three years or that type of college was three years. And then it changed to a four years. And then they told me, well, since you dropped out, if you want to do this, you have to do the third year and the fourth year because we changed our system. That sucks. And then I was like, fuck that. <laughs> You're like, okay, bye. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, I feel like you're such an inspiration to people listening from you know, all over the world in school right school now. School is a dead end. <laughs> Don't listen to him. No, it's... 
Yeah, I don't know. I I think it's stupid. I wouldn't advise this to do to no one to do that. And and in the end, I still used what I what I studied more or less, but I didn't need my diploma to get a job or like. I wouldn't say I won or the teacher won or anything like that. I think everything turned out great either way. It did. I mean, that's true. That's true. I mean, and it's true. You don't need a diploma to pursue your dreams. It's not like yeah. you, if you don't have a diploma, you don't have the greatest college education or you're in the best school, you know, you, your life is a dead end. Absolutely not. There's so many amazing examples of people who've gone super far in life completely without any type of formal formal education. Life is you know, what you make it. It's also about privilege and kind of the prerequisites that we begin with and how we start off. Yeah. But school is important. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Super important. When people ask me, I mean, I always urge people to, because I didn't do college and I feel like we, I get a lot of young 18 something girls like, oh, you know, I just want to like move abroad and do what you did and then do some yoga and then yay <laughs> you mean like that girl who said oh you went to costa rica when i'm 18 so i quit school now because of you yeah but we had that happen a couple of times which is not super not super awesome the and the idea of having something to fall back on it's actually there's there's truth to that yeah. and but more than anything okay I, I don't think anyone it's i didn't have something to fall back on to though no I mean, if, if our business would go under right now, seriously, if, if our business would completely implode, we went bankrupt, everything yeah. we do, like, ceased to exist, yeah. what would you do for work? I have so many options. Yeah, but just... To some. start off, my start, strongest point is retailing, so I can go into any company in retail. After that, I can probably be a winner. Retailing, wins. I love it. <laughs> now, with the cafe, I feel like I have a pretty good background in a cafe where I can grow a lot in that. So in food, after that, I would say kitesurf and windsurf instructor. After that, I would say a dive instructor. After that, I would say probably like some kind of like trainer or like uh, for me, that that is the least of my worry. The world is your oyster. <laughs> I have I an feel oyster. like you've given this, <laughs> you have an oyster. I feel like you've given this a lot of thought. Do of you, course, I dropped you? out of college. I had to, <laughs> I had to fucking <laughs> have like a backup plan my whole life. <laughs> my, like... Every time I, like everyone I met that it was an adult when I did this, every single one asked me, what are you going to do now? You're so fucked. And I had to like convince everyone. You had to tell people, I yeah. can do shit. I have options. Life is not over. Dude, it's so, it's easy. No, but it's true. And, I mean, and, and none of those examples that you gave, people are not going to ask you for your master's degree in anything to do that. But it's more, so everything you share just now, it's more about experience yeah. than, it, than anything else. So of course, anything we have a lot of experience doing, we can most likely succeed in or see ourselves carving a career toward. And us at Island Yoga, we hire people by experience. Yeah, we, I we think. do you ever look at a resume? <laughs> yeah, I look at all the CV and stuff. I think we only I'll re I read a re I read a resume with the eye of grammar, with the eye of how are they choosing to present themselves, like how did they put this CV together. Yeah. And then for me, it's all about the in-person interview. I don't give a shit if you have your master's degree and so-and-so. I don't know. I think in that in that building in Aruba, we have to high educated girls for the rest yeah i don't know yeah but i mean and then we also have a mix of young and old and yeah it's an i feel like we got a little bit off track yeah but, <laughs> but i think it's such an interesting topic because there's also starting school feeling passionate about something wanting to pursue something and then getting really bored halfway through and then all of a sudden you you, you kind of look at all these people that maybe inspired you and so and so and and dennis never graduated college and he became this successful and rachel did this and you start looking at people who didn't graduate yeah. to look for excuses as to maybe why i don't have to finish and that's another thing no you need someone yeah. to give you a little you, kick in the I mean, ass you know we got to do hard <laughs> things if if you're if you've kind of committed to a path and you're far enough down the line that it's you know challenging or heavy to stop yeah. i would for sure pursue that all the way to the end and you're going to feel super grateful that you did because we cannot just float around in this rainbows and butterflies type life where we only do things that bring us joy all the time for me coming back to the question i would say loonies would have to go to school at least till she's like 20 or something <laughs> you can't decide that that's no, not what I mean, the question was like no it's like there is a, a law there is a lehrplicht they call it so that means in Swedish, yeah. yeah you're you're uh, by law you have to go to school until you're 16 
So she needs to do that with with our consent, yes or no. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, but there's lots of uh, avenues to go. Yeah. So for me, I, I graduated high school. I always had all A's, like my whole life. And then my first year of high school, I had 69% absence. Uh, like I wasn't there. I was super depressed, drinking like crazy, partying like crazy, but managed to ace all my exams. And I was always like the teacher's favorite. I was always really good with the teachers and I was always did really well on the tests. I, I managed to keep my, my grades up through that. But my last year of high school, I cannot remember because I hated it so much. It was so shitty, so awful. Like I was just completely over everything. How old were you then? Um, that's the year uh, when you're 18. When you're 18. Because yeah, you all the countries 18. have a different yeah. uh, system. For us, the year we turn 16 is the first year of, of high school. Yeah. For us, that's like the last year of high school. Okay. Yeah, but you have... Okay, the Dutch system, let's not even get into it because it's totally fucking crazy. Yeah. It's literally the craziest system I've ever yeah. heard of. They they, they need some up. sort of reform. Like, yeah, what I agree. Like at 11, you get already split up and you have to decide kind at of... At 11, you have to do a test and how well you do on that test determines the rest of your school years. Yeah. So if you're having a shitty time when you're 11 or 12... Um, basically it's gonna yeah you're if, fucked when you're 17 no if you have a good year when you're 11 that means in six year you can be in a university but if you have a really bad year then like in 12 years or <laughs> 14 years it takes you to get to university like the highest level no but that's unbelievable it's, it's really weird it's super weird maybe there's Dutch people listening who are like mm, that's not how it works but then as his dad is a teacher of teachers and he runs his own school in Amsterdam we talk about this Dutch school system a lot he's agree. he agrees and he agrees yeah. <laughs> we get a lot of our opinions from him anyway so when I I was 18. I graduated high school. Thank God I did. Super grateful that I did. For me, I like to finish things. I think if I hadn't graduated, it would have been one of those, those things that I always thought of, you know? And Why then, didn't you finish college then? No, I'm getting there. Oh, sorry. Story, God. So I went to Costa Rica, did Costa Rica for like a year, and then came to Sweden and my friend, everyone took like time off. Like that, Olivia and Daniela went to Verbier in France and did like a season of skiing and I went to Costa Rica and everybody did different things. And then they decided to go to Uppsala university to study. And they had like the big study plan. Like it was always in the plan for them to do university. They knew what they wanted to study. They knew how many years they knew what you know degree they wanted and then what to pursue after that. Especially specifically Olivia was like very clear and I had no thought at all of school, but it seemed like so much fun to party in Uppsala because that's what, what my friends were doing. So I signed myself up last minute and out of all the subjects that they had, of all the like areas I could choose from or not subjects, what's the word I'm looking for? The direction, the yeah, degree the or whatever, the richting. The, 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 the direction. <laughs> direction. Sustainable development. So environment, environmentalism um, was the only thing that I felt like, okay, I think I can get through this without like wanting to jump out a window because I was mm -hmm. so unmotivated about school. And I did one semester of that. I think my first month was super dedicated and then it just kind of was this sl slow descent into working at a bar and a nightclub, <laughs> whatever else I did. Did a lot of yoga too. And then I, I just left and I, I said, okay, this is not for me and I quit. So I have no formal degree at all after high school. I think for you, at least like you went to college, like you did all the years. Yeah, but on paper I have nothing to prove for it no but does it matter though I mean you, you for got me the learning. it doesn't matter but yeah. that's why you go I feel like that's why people go there they want to get that they want to put that degree on their office <laughs> behind their desk or something yeah, that fire is burning out again <laughs> maybe it's a good time for a break <laughs> you are listening to From the Heart Conversations with Yoga Girl from the Heart is brought to you by Oatly, the vegan plant-based oat milk originally from Sweden that's now making their oat milk on this side of the Atlantic too. And thank goodness for that. I haven't lived in Sweden for a decade and oat milk has been something that I've missed ever since. Something that reminds me of home. About 30 years ago in a small town in Sweden, a scientist invented oat milk and everyone thought he was totally crazy. But remember, back then, vegans were weirdos on the fringes of society. And like today, when vegans are everywhere and include some of the world's most famous weirdos and non-weirdos on earth. Actually, it is true that today more and more people in the US and around the world are starting to understand the benefits of eating and drinking plants so that their bodies feel good and the planet can better cope with the impact us humans place on it. So here's sort of a deep question. If 30 years ago people thought oat milk was a ridiculous idea, imagine how much different people beliefs about food could be 30 years from now. How are we going to be looking back on our meat-eating ancestors of the early 2000s? Anyway, since this is an ad for Oatly, I should mention that one easy way to get 
more plant-based, it's just a switch from cow's milk to oat milk, which tastes really, really good on your cereal or in your coffee. I like to pour a glass of Oatly for myself after teaching, and Lea Luna is a huge Oatly fan too. To find out more than you'd ever want to know about oat milk, go to Oatly.com. That's O-A-T-L-Y.com. Or look for Oatly on Instagram at O-A-T-L-Y. Oatly. I love how you're so excited about the idea of a fire. You know, for people who live in cold countries, this is very normal. It's not. <laughs> okay, let me give you a little lesson here. You put the wood on the fire. <laughs> you don't put the heavy suffocating wood on top of everything. That's what she said. You want to prop it up so that the, the heavy wide set wood comes from the bottom and then what? Oh my God, he's totally fucking it up. You're so a Reuben. You're suffocating it. You're suffocating I'm it. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Okay. So about schooling and the baby, something that I am I'm, I'm thinking about, but not too much because there's a lot of options. Also in terms of like who knows where we're gonna live and oh my god, look at that fire. Is it that little sorry? Eh? It's dying. You just there's killed it. There's a lot it. of wood. The, he, he suffocated it. No. Oh. 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 oh look, life. So now is when you go and you like, you blow on it to give it some oxygen. I don't have any air. It's too high <laughs> altitude. <laughs> but anyway, go. But could you ever consider homeschooling her? I don't know what that entails. Like I've, I've like Alicia homeschools Onyx. Yeah, but I still don't know what it entails. It means that like, so depending on the program you choose, you get a curriculum like that you follow. Some of it is online. Sometimes you even get books, but it's so like... So we become the teacher. We become the teachers. So yeah. we're two uneducated adults <laughs> teaching a kid. <laughs> I, I don't know if I approve of that. Teaching like a six-year-old. Like you're not teaching like a 17-year-old. You're teaching them like basic stuff you should know i better her have like a, a smart person with. <laughs> you're not teaching her rocket science you're teaching her basic things oh she for sure she's not gonna learn rocket science from us <laughs> no but that's the whole point and then you choose the pays and oh also, look at that wow ooh, the fire's going fire's okay. up up top good job okay but to me it's kind of I like th the nice part about that is that you have flexibility to travel and to move around. So our dream. Okay, wait, let's see if we know what our dream is. Do we have the same? Wait, dream? let's put a pin in this. Yeah. So think about our life five years from now. The baby's two now. That means she's seven. So five years from now, technically she has to be in school. Yeah. College. <laughs> so she'll be seven. What's, uh, what's our dream? What's our lives five years from now? Five years from now, like realistically, doesn't have to be too realistic. Like, okay, then uh, say we work really hard, everything continues going well, no major mishaps. Okay, where then are we in five years? We'll have uh, like two nannies and three teachers traveling around the world with us, <laughs> helping. I just, joked on my water. <laughs> just you know, being humble, and uh, we'll probably be somewhere on the beach, raising a few geniuses. A few geniuses. Okay. What you just described to me sounds like a, a full-on nightmare. Why? I have a hard time. One nanny, one sitter around the house, I think is very challenging. No, but you'll have a nanny for the nannies. Oh, okay. To take care of the nannies. Yeah, there'll be a, a, so a managerial like a nanny. Okay. A nanny man, a managerial nanny yeah. taking care of how many nannies? Can you combine those two words? Manager nanny? A nanny manager. A nanager. A nanager. A nanager. Okay. Taking care of two other nannies. Yeah, which happens to be highly educated. Oh, rocket scientists? Teachers. <laughs> rocket scientists. So they'll teachers. be rocket making scientists. rockets on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay. You can hold on to your nightmarish version of, <laughs> of this uh, sarcastic dream. For me, if I could like think of a dream scenario of our lives five years from now, I would love to have the opportunity to spend half of the year somewhere and half of the year somewhere else mm -hmm. so half of the year home in aruba for us to do our trainings and retreats and studio and our house and everything and then maybe we spend three months in costa rica and three months in sweden or six months in costa rica six months in aruba or six months in sweden six months in aruba well you definitely need a couple of nannies for that no <laughs> so the point is it would be beautiful to have a second home somewhere 
and then have the the freedom and ability to move around. I wouldn't be able to teach that kid anything. <laughs> you're missing the point. <laughs> but or how you're kind of at the point. Yeah, what okay. about education wise? Yeah, okay. Where are so we then? to do that or to continue traveling at all, right? And for you, you to keep to working the way you're working. For me to work the way I'm working, you need that flexibility. And that's why people homeschool, I think. Or because they don't like the existing school systems in the countries where they live. So people that are really busy decides to take another load and educate their own kids. People who travel a lot. Usually people send their kids to school so they have more time to work. Yes, but people who travel a lot. If you put your kid in school, you're committed to staying exactly where you are for all of the year, aside from the very few windows of school breaks, which in Aruba isn't as much as you get in Sweden, for instance. All the more reason to get one kid now and then bang them out. And then like at 18, they're out. <laughs> in college and we move on and we move on do you feel like your life is on hold now for 16 more years not now but you talk what, about it sometimes that but way. it's, it's going to be it's going to be on hold it's coming then, so okay wait. dennis keeps talking about the fact that he really wants to have two babies close together because so they can Mac. play they yeah they can blah, play blah, so they can play so that we're done with this soon. yes <laughs> so when you're 50 <laughs> jesus <laughs> When you're old and gray, we could travel again and do stuff together, just the two of us. And we can still do that. But now with minions around. Well, they'll be like cool ages then. But they'll, when I'm 50, the baby's going to be, gonna be 22. Kids are always annoying. Wait, how, how is that math? Wait, wait, math is good. Math is good. <laughs> I just pulled that out of my ass. When I'm 50, little Luna will be 22. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And if she's not a rocket scientist by then, no, then it's over. Yeah, then then we, we, then, we send her back. We, we adopt. We, Re we, we return her. <laughs> we return her. <laughs> no, so Dennis really wants to have two kids, and we never had a formal, proper conversation about like the plan of children ever. I felt we always did. Yeah, I felt we always did, but apparently <laughs> we totally did not. My whole life, I've said I want a bunch of kids, like four or five. I have seven siblings. I grew up with a lot of si sisters and brothers. And I always wanted to. And Dennis is kind of alone. Like he, you have 10 years between your sister. So you don't, didn't really grow up with her in that sibling sense. And then you have 20 years between you and your brother here. Yeah. So you wanted two and you want them close together. But we didn't talk about any details like that. And then we had one. And well, I realized. Well, close together is pretty obvious. Well, I realized <laughs> that five kids is a hell of a lot of kids. So yeah. maybe two or three is good enough. Right. Uh, if we got twins, it's and okay. And then. So wait, let me, let me tell the story okay, exactly how okay. it was. Okay. So. We have. I have decided that 2020 is going to be a year off. 2018 was hella overwhelming. Yeah. And 2020 is going to be a year off. And we had said that a nice time, like when we just had the baby, like maybe mid-2019 would be a good time to think about having another baby because yeah. then 2020, you know, we can have the baby. But then I've decided that, you know, it would be nice to be off-off and actually have a year and be off. And being fucking pregnant, vomiting... <laughs> or taking care of a newborn baby is the opposite of being off. So yeah. then we said, oh, okay, well, let's take 2020 and just be off and maybe travel and do something totally unrelated to work. Just be off. Yeah. yeah. And then we're talking about this over dinner, over date night in Costa Rica. And I said, okay, well, yeah, so we'll just, you know, we'll just like, let's not, let's not think about a baby 2019. Let's do 2020 just for us. Be totally alone with the baby, with loonies, of course. And then it goes, <gasps> Well, okay. I guess uh, when I come home to Aruba, it's snip, snip for me then. One is okay. Dude, There's nothing bad with one. What the fuck? <laughs> and I got so upset, meaning that we come back to Aruba and he's going to get a vasectomy. And I was like, what do you mean? It's a baby now or no more babies ever for the rest now, of our now, lives? But I said 2019. Dude, that's this year. And I'm like, not it's not the like baby this year, but at least, you know. Planting a seed in there, dog. It's not like you can just go get a fucking vasectomy and not you can talk about it. Like, that's un, un insane. Dude, Michael Scott did it like three <laughs> times. Reverse and back and reverse and back. With Jan. Michael Scott and Jan. <laughs> but seriously, I got really offended. We had like almost like a proper fight about it because I felt like... I have what? I have to get pregnant immediately, even though I don't want to be pregnant now. But Otherwise, I don't want it five no years in between either. That sucks. For us to have babies. I'm only 30. You're only 32. <laughs> Dude, we old. 
You're gonna Your be mom was 21 when she got you. Oh God, and that's why... Your 33rd birthday. Yeah. Your mom was 21. My mom was 21. My dad was 23. Your dad was 23. And that's why we can probably do cool stuff with them now at this age. My mom was 36 when she had Maya. Yeah. She's too old now to do cool stuff with her. <laughs> My mom's like the youngest mom of all time. My mom is training for fucking Iron Man. I see. I believe it when I see it. But coming back to the... Yeah. It's, it Let's sucks. talk about this idea of a vasectomy. I know there's a lot of women out there like upset right now because you you cannot just decide that you're going to get a vasectomy without I'm conversation. I'm sure there's a lot of women that's really happy that <laughs> there's not going to be more humans in this world because it's an overpopulated world. Dude. But coming back to that story <laughs> five years is a long time who's talking about five years you are talking all about five i years. said was that 2020 like let's not get pregnant in 2019 let's take 2020 no, off you, you maybe s- we yes. get pregnant in 2020 a s- year from now and then i said okay you get pregnant in 2020 and you're like no i want it off completely off i don't want to have a baby in oh seven. maybe end of 2020 and maybe that's what you said. it's like who why do we have to decide it set it and in stone then, what kind of a person are you and then you probably will get a baby at 2021 that means there'll be five years between baby four number one you can't count for shit and four, baby number two douche that four shit. years is nothing what are you gonna talk about <laughs> what the fuck what are you, there's gonna, gonna be, be nothing to talk about what do you mean four years between kids is not that much one is gonna be 18 doing drugs and smoking and do whatever the hell and the other one's gonna be 14 not knowing anything about life they need to be dude the like, 18 year old will take care of the 14 year old making sure they don't get into trouble but he or she he hopefully will have <laughs> will have a big sister looking out for him instead of them fucking smoking weed together on some rooftop somewhere i'd rather have them smoking weed together no on rooftop. <laughs> that's where you're wrong that's anyway and that was point number one point number two <laughs> It really sucks to pull out all the time. Dude! What the fuck? Okay. It's been so nice having everybody listen to this show. <laughs> and for it. next week's guests, we'll um, have... <laughs> next week, we have some very serious... Uh, next week, we have a rocket scientist on the show. <laughs> I, I'm going to put Probably without word. any kids in this overpopulated world. <laughs> You know, I did a podcast yesterday. I was on the Almost 30 podcast. Who I love those girls. If you guys haven't listened to the Almost 30 podcast, you should go and listen to it because they're awesome. But you're and 30. Or is it something about... Dude, shh, uh, shush. I don't know what it's about. It's, Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, so... I forgot what I was going to say. Okay, so this one of the girls asked me, she's like, do you, you always share everything so candidly and you open up about your whole life and especially on the podcast because the last few podcasts I've really been really vulnerable and crying and talking about grief and death and, and all this stuff, which is fine. She's like, do you ever get vulnerability hangovers? Like you've shared too much and the next day you're like, man. And I said, no, never. <laughs> I'm going to have to go make an edit now to that <laughs> fucking statement. But you didn't say anything. I said everything. It's still my podcast, you idiot. Okay. Oh. Anyway, should we take a final question and um, move on with our uh, lives? Yeah, let's talk about more of our sex life. <laughs> we always get questions about our sex life. I never include them because I know you it's cannot. Not, it's not. You what cannot, are my list again that I'm not allowed to talk about? You you cannot talk. You can, there's The list is very long. But if I would raise <laughs> the question of sex with you on the show, this is going south fast. Oh, I wish it was going south <laughs> Can someone help me? Please send help. Send me help. Send me help. Okay. Okay, so final question. What sort of... Uh, romantic stuff are we gonna do for the rest of this day oh that's up to you (laughs) (laughs) what are we gonna do in bogota i don't know see some old buildings i hope yes eat some more food Mm -hmm. get drunk you wanna yeah i haven't been drinking for almost two months um okay i think i think i would get very drunk let's get drunk then and then maybe have coffee tomorrow at the embassy Okay, so it's like a plan. Oh, wait, I have another question before we uh, before we move on. It's it's almost your 33rd birthday. Yeah. I just realized. 33rd, 33rd, 33. How, how do you feel about that? Pretty good. What do you want to do? Something extravagant. Extravagant. <laughs> extravagant. 
extravagant. Yeah. Uh, ex- extravagant. Extravagante. Yes. Okay. Like what? I don't know. You have to surprise me. Um, let me see. We can go to Disney. <laughs> Wait, are you thinking about places you can also do Iron Man things? No, no, no. I already have a uh, half one plan. I don't have. Oh, I don't have a full one plan. I really wanted to do one. So if you can choose one for me, and then put it in an envelope, that would be great. And that's your your birthday present. Yeah. But that's so boring. Well, what you can do other stuff too. Okay, I'm gonna need some need some help to figure this out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you can hell? still include that one. We got another question about how is our challenge going? If we can close, we can seal the podcast by giving a little update about our, I our think challenge. Your mom is training a lot, but she My is not. Mom is not a part of this relationship. She oh, <laughs> she she's very involved. <laughs> she's involved, <laughs> but uh, she hasn't committed, and you have officially decommitted. De- yeah. Yes, I I have officially pulled out. Yeah. Now you know how it feels. It feels amazing. It's the best decision I've ever made. Ever made, ever made. Pulling out from the Iron Man challenge. I feel great. I feel great. You should be lucky. You have so many opportunities to feel this great all the time. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I love you so much. And let's go get a drink. Let's go get our drink on. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, I formally apologize for uh, anyone that has offended throughout this podcast. And uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Bye. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this week's super hilarious and slightly inappropriate episode with my husband, Dennis. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of From the Heart Conversations with Yoga Girl. You can find all of them on yogagirl.com, on Apple Podcasts, anywhere you normally get your podcasts. And of course, don't forget to leave a review while you are there too. Thank you so much to the folks at Cadence 13 for their production work. And of course, thanks to my sponsors, Oatly, Bob's Red Mill, and Foley. Please support them the way they support this podcast. I'll see you next week.